Welcome, this is the Effective Challenge Podcast, where you'll find ideas, thoughts and observations about how to improve your version of the Effective Challenge. If you've got any thoughts, observations, ideas, uh, really like to hear your feedback, drop me a line at damien at effectivechallenge.com. And now, here is the latest episode. Welcome to this week's cast. I uh, hope uh, the last week has treated you really well. Plenty of things going on in this world of ours. Uh, coronavirus certainly feels like it's uh, it's gathering a pace uh, across the globe and, and certainly uh, here in the UK. Uh, more and more cases being reported each day. Feels like there's a, a reasonable link to episode 26 where I was talking about um, people building unhelpful bridges in their mind uh, to what I called Fudland, the, the the place of fear, uncertainty, and doubt. You know, something like coronavirus, it, it it certainly has the potential to to do that for people. Uh, just you know, I guess there's there's a balance to be struck here. Of, of course, we want to prepare. Of course, we want to do what we can to to minimise the impact uh, of something as serious as the coronavirus. However, you know, some of the conversations that I've been involved in over the last week or so. Um, you know, they, they probably go a bit beyond that. And, you know, I, I kind of as I reflect on some of those, I, I kind of can't help feeling that the the, the anxiousness and uh, worry that, that people are, are applying to the coronavirus is probably doing themselves more harm than the virus might might do uh, if they were to contract it. Um, something I saw that, that really made me smile, which I guess has got a connection to the coronavirus um, on Friday last week. Um, more and more people in London seem to be wearing face masks. And um, uh, there was a chap with a face mask on who who lifted the mask up to take a, a puff on a cigarette. And, you know, that that certainly made me smile. Just the, the irony of that. That said, uh, you know, People are be becoming perhaps a little bit more aware of their their own health, and doing some of the basic things. Certainly, the the kind of formal advice you know, looking from from you know, many governments, but certainly the UK government, you know, it, it really is doing some pretty basic things to to help deter the spread of the virus. Things like you know, basic washing hands, etc. So you know, maybe maybe that's a good thing that comes out of um, the the no doubt downsides of. Of this situation we find ourselves in that you know, people start doing those basics and and hopefully you know end up not just contracting the coronavirus but but other things uh, uh, as well myself um i've been training pretty hard uh in preparation for my uh, bike ride that i'm going to be doing over in belgium at the at the beginning of of april not that far away now just a few weeks uh, left of, of training had a a few setbacks along the way. I've, I've not really talked about that on the podcast for a while now. A few sort of injuries, etc., that have crept in and, and meant that I've needed to uh, adjust plans. But uh, 
plan adjusted, uh, adjusted sort of uh, the overall target, etc. And I'm super happy with with how that's going. I've been eating a little bit differently, um, experimenting, you know, taking, cutting a few things out, introducing more sort of fruit and, and, and vegetables. One of the things that I've really reduced is bread. Uh, and I'm not sure whether it's the bread or uh, the more fruit and vegetables, but but certainly feeling like I've got uh, a fair bit more energy, um, which is which is great. I'm certainly gonna gonna want that, uh, both in training and on the ride itself. Uh, thank you to those people um, that provided feedback on episode 27. My my observation around uh, Kelly's question, uh, uh, one of the podcast listeners that. Had, had, had uh, sent sent me a question in around being promoted from uh, within her team. Uh, one person in particular uh, was aware of somebody in exactly that situation and and passed that that podcast on. So um, that gives me a reminder to just just ask as I do. I think pretty much in every episode. Uh, please, if you find the content of of use, or you know somebody that perhaps would find the content of, of, of use please pass the podcast on i'd be uh, super super grateful for that uh if you've got any questions uh, or any feedback uh, usual address it's damien d-a-m-i-a-n at effectivechallenge.com always pleased to hear from uh, from listeners uh, okay, so uh, beginning of the year, I said that I'd be doing some different things with the podcast. Uh, I've done a couple of I- examples of, of that. Today uh, is another example. Um, you know, I said I'd review some things that I felt had some good content that could, could be a benefit. A podcast, uh, so I'm going to review uh, somebody else's podcast, uh, one that I've listened to for oh, well over a year now, uh, really enjoy it. Um, it's uh, a podcast called Feel Better Live More highly recommend it it's uh, uh, host is a, is a chap called Dr Rangan Chatterjee some of you may uh, may know Rangan he, he um, has various uh, appearances on, on TV I think he does some stuff with the BBC um, just a really interesting guy as far as I'm concerned he has a really uh, you know, refreshing outlook around you know, what we can do for ourselves to uh, improve our overall health and well-being and um, full of ideas about uh, you know what, what you can practically do to to take more responsibility and ownership of, of of your own of your own health and you know one of the things I really like about about Rangan's approach is you know, very often people talk about you know doing things like exercise eating well etc getting rest I mean you've you've heard me talk about all those things on this podcast as as, as being preventative uh, I think he takes it a little bit further than that and you know he he talks he's a, a GP he talks about uh, many of the people he sees in his surgery that begin to do some of those things to exercise to eat a bit better to sleep better to to look after their mind and their emotions and and see see many physical uh, illnesses uh, many of the physical symptoms that people face as a result of those illnesses start to reduce or in some cases com- completely disappear so so it's not just preventative is is actually uh, playing a part all those things playing a part in in helping us overall one episode that I listened to beginning of 
the year in back in January that that really had an impact on me. Uh, for those of you that are keen to to listen to this in full, it. Uh, it's um it's slightly well so I say slightly it's a lot longer than than the effective challenge podcast in terms of duration most of Rangan's conversations are around the 2 hour mark um this one in particular episode 91 is an interview with a chap called uh, John McAvoy and that that goes on for even longer than than 2 hours but for me um yeah really worthwhile uh, really interesting character. Uh, I'd not heard of John before listening to that particular podcast. Uh, I say he's, a, he's an interesting character and um, I think he provides a uh, brilliant, and that's not a word I use lightly, brilliant example of somebody whose environment had, had really shaped their life. And that environment led John McAvoy to become probably, you know, a real high profile armed robber. Uh, he had you know, quite a pedigree for those of you in the UK that remember the Brinksmat gold bullion robbery uh, that was carried out by one of uh, John's uncles. So, yeah, high pedigree. John had been brought up in that environment. He you know, pretty much soon after leaving school, uh, got involved in criminality, um, ended up uh, being arrested, ended up being convicted and uh, spent, you know, 10, 10 or so years in, in prison in, in and, and a good chunk of that in maximum security prisons. And it was whilst in prison that John... You know, he he you know, just saw prison as being a, a consequence of of the life that he'd been brought up in. Uh, it was just a case of serving your time to to get out and and then just to to carry on. You wouldn't be. He was brought up not to be broken by prison. That was just the system. Um, but it was whilst in prison that he had, uh, I guess, in a a couple of things or a number of things that that. Uh, changed his his outlook uh, fundamentally and and the way he lives his life um first of those i think uh, from what my take would be he he found exercise uh which is not something he'd done prior to prison he he had uh, one of his best friends um got got killed whilst doing a robbery uh, so that made uh, had a profound impact on him, and I guess through the exercise, found uh, some different role models in his in his life. John has, you know, he's out of prison now. He's a very much a reformed character. Uh, he's a professional athlete. He is a triathlon athlete, uh, sponsored sponsored by Nike. Um, and does a huge amount of work with uh, not just uh, prisons in terms of um, uh, offenders and uh, offender rehabilitation, but also but also working with government and influencing government policy on uh, the impact of sport uh, and the role that sport can play in in an individual's uh, uh, rehabilitation. I'm not sure I. I totally like that word but I guess that's the one that uh, we, we tend to use when it comes to, 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 to criminals 
look, I've got I've there are a huge amount of observations I had from that podcast. I've I've kind of pulled out five that I thought I would share here. Uh, and they are uh, just the, the I guess at the macro level, the 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 environment that we find ourselves in uh, and the impact that can have um, the impact of role models um, the impact of not having benchmarks and just how you behave when you don't have benchmarks and uh, the fact that we can have certain natural talents and uh, depends how we use those talents is dependent on the results we get and the final observation I would have is is around uh, judging people and doing that cautiously. So I'm just going to spend a few minutes just unpacking each each one of those in a little bit more detail. So the first one around environment. So John had been brought up very much uh, around criminality. Uh, he, you know, as I say, f from a very early age. Um, it was just a sort of natural path that he would find himself on. And it was so all-consuming that he he was never in a position where he questioned that that path. Um, and because he didn't see anything wrong in it. He did literally didn't see anything wrong in it. Um, and I, I remember a, a while, well, a, few, a number of years ago, I, I wrote a blog post having watched, um, it shows you how long ago it was, uh, Monsters, Inc., uh, with with um, with Emily, my daughter, and you know, uh, not wishing to to, to trivialise the situation that John found himself in, but you know, if you think back, for those of you who have seen it, the the, the Monsters Inc. movie, you know, all the monsters believed that screams were the thing that that uh, that provided energy, uh, so they spent their life um, collecting screams from from young children, um, and it was a you know, by accident, they came across that actually uh, laughter created even more energy. But they didn't realise that because they'd never, ever questioned that screams wasn't the way to go. And for John, it was criminality and the system. And all of a sudden he found that if he, but through exercise um, and, you know, that that really you know, horrific event, you know, a very close friend being killed, um, he questioned I had the, the insight to question the environment and started making changes for himself. And as a result of that, um, really changed his life and turned his life around. And I, I think the, the actual podcast is on uh, Rangan's podcast is called, you know, if this man can turn his life around, uh, so can so can you. So I guess the, the, the takeaway from that is, you know, what about your environment? Uh, are you just taking for granted as, you know, as, as something that can't be changed or uh, that is just right? Um, you know, maybe maybe there's some things in there that, that could do with a bit of reevaluation. OK, let's move on. Role models. So, you know, throughout his his upbringing, John's role models had uh, shaped uh, his behaviour, his way of thinking, um, through sport and spending you know uh, hours and hours and hours in the prison gym on a on an indoor rowing machine. I should probably add uh, here that that John uh, you know d didn't just do rowing. He, he did a, did a, did a number of different 
uh, activities before he before he found rowing in, in prison. But as a result of that, he got to know different people um, in in the prison system, certain prison officers in particular, who who gave John a bit of a chance. They probably, I imagine, took a bit of a risk, uh, gave giving John a chance. And uh, I won't go into to the whole story of of Rangan's podcast, but um, you know, it, it it effectively meant that that he. Uh, well, he, he got some some uh, some world records uh, whilst in prison for indoor rowing uh, because of some different role models. OK, so let's uh, think about that and what role models you've got in and around you. Are there some that are helping you or who, who might be the, the people that are hindering you in what you do? So not wishing to question everything in our lives, but but sometimes we have role models that that perhaps aren't uh, that helpful, but they've been around for so long, they are actually a part of our environment, we just don't question it. So, yeah, maybe do do a little bit of that, a little bit of evaluation. Okay, the, the next point, um, benchmarks. And when John started rowing, he literally had no idea what was good or bad. Um, he'd never rowed outside, he didn't have access to, you know, uh, books on technique, etc., so he just rode and he rode and he rode and um, clearly the man has got some uh, some strong will. He's uh, very very strong physically as well as mentally. I would imagine by some of the things he did, you know, sort of twenty four hour rowing, uh, etc. But he didn't have any benchmarks, and it was only when somebody pointed out to him that actually you're 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 doing some pretty amazing times there uh, that he realised that actually it was quite quite good at rowing um i wonder how many things and i definitely know this has happened in my life where people set a benchmark and then i shape what i think is you know what i think is possible as a result of that benchmark uh and you know how different it would be if if i you know i've done this myself recently if i if i take some of the the information that I use, so e.g. benchmarks, uh, out and just see what, what kind of that does for me. And I, I know certainly with cycling, you know, I, I've kind of been less interested in sort of looking at computers and times and, and things and just getting back to enjoying riding my bike. And um, in actual fact, the times don't change that much. So, uh, yeah, um, have a think about what you're using as benchmarks. And again, are they helping or, or hindering okay next point uh we've you know what talents have we got so john at one point in his life uh you know he, he had a talent for for criminality armed robbery clearly well i don't know how good was he He ended up in prison so he obviously got caught but uh he obviously had some success at, at armed robbery uh, once he found sport, he, he switched his mindset and his talents. Uh, he got some very different results. You know, he's a professional athlete now uh, outside and literally changing, you know, thousands of people's lives as a result of, of what he's achieving and telling his story. And he's really open and, and, and very, very honest about uh, his his story. Um, so therefore he's now using his talents uh, in very different ways and clearly uh, getting very different results um, 
I guess one of the things they talk about in the podcast, he visits number 10, this was just before, uh, at the back end of, of 2019, and he's visiting number 10 and, and talking to officials uh, about, you know, prison prison policy, prison reform. You know, that to me is somebody using his talents in, in a very different way, and, and I'm truly hopeful that he, you know, his influence uh, changes the lives of, of people, not just the people in prison, but hopefully changing the lives of people before they get to that point. Uh, certainly, the way he talks, that's how, how one of his one of his goals. Okay, final point. So it's really easy to judge people, isn't it? I guess um, you know, I certainly do that. Um, I observe other people doing that literally every, every day. Um, you know, we judge people based on our understanding of the way the world operates um, and clearly you know they are only operating and doing the things they do because of the way they think the world operates who's right who's wrong you know we've talked about this before on the podcast uh, I don't I don't know what's right or wrong I just know that there are influences and sometimes the things people do are, are as a result of them not knowing any different so that's my final point around judgment. Um, you know, judge people cautiously. It might just be that they don't know any different. And if we judge them cautiously and perhaps give people the benefit of the doubt or perhaps give people, um, uh, treat people with a bit more of an open mind and encourage them rather than judge them, maybe they start to do some different things because I think I think that's what happened to John I think he you know, clearly he had the the horrific thing of his of his friend dying but he had some some of those prison officers treat him and not judge him and as a result of that uh, you know he literally turned his his life around I just wonder if at the age of well in his teenage years if if John was given, uh, you know, instead of being given a shotgun, was given a rowing oar, whether he would be, whether he'd be a gold medalist. I think he could probably have been a gold medalist rower just by some of the things he's achieved. Uh, who knows? And we we definitely won't be able to, to rewind the clock and, and find that out. But yeah, he was given a shotgun and he ended up in prison. Um, yeah. Let's not judge people and um, maybe, just maybe, we end up with a, a bit of a happier world that we can live in ourselves. Okay, that's the end of the episode, episode 28. Uh, I hope that's been of use. Of course, I'm interested in your views. Uh, do drop me a line, uh, Damien at Effective Challenge. That's Damien, D-A-M-I-A-N, at EffectiveChallenge.com. And if you want some support with uh, looking at your environment, uh, that's certainly something that I do when coaching with people. Um, yeah, drop me a line and, and let's see and see what that could look like for you. So until next week, uh, listen, I hope, I hope uh, coronavirus doesn't impact upon you. Uh, I hope you are well and um, yeah, keep living your version of the effective challenge. Bye for now.